0: Welcome to the confidence club where you'll get your weekly dose of all things mindset personal growth and self-development i'm your host manel briggs entrepreneur podcaster and digital creator and i'm so excited that you're here i love helping people discover their true potential to help them show up confidently in their life and reminding them that they are capable of making all of their biggest dreams come true if this is your first time here welcome to the club make sure to hit that follow button on apple spotify or wherever else you're listening so that you can stay up to date with all of the episodes If you get value from today's episode, let me know by leaving a rate and review or sharing it on your socials and tagging at the Confidence Club underscore. Ready to feel inspired? Then you're in the right place. Let's get started hello and welcome back to the confidence club podcast is your host ronnell briggs if this is your first time here welcome to the club make sure to follow and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so that you can be the first to hear when a new episode drops if you're a returning listener hi and welcome back i'm so glad to get to talk to you again if you enjoy these episodes make sure to go follow the confidence club underscore on instagram tiktok and youtube for daily inspiration and even more content All right, so I'm super excited. Today is the first episode in the mini book review series for this year. So, for those of you who are new, um, I started a series uh, last year on the podcast where at the end of every month I would share uh, my reads from that previous month because um, I set a goal for myself to read 100 books last year, and it was actually like one of the best goals that I could have set for myself because it helped me rekindle my love for reading. um you know when you like love doing something growing up but then you know life gets in the way and you start to find reasons why you don't have time to do it or you just think of other things that you should be doing instead that kind of happened to me with reading and i was still reading personal development books because that was like important to me and it was helping me just show up better in my business and my creative endeavors but i kind of stopped reading for fun and that was a big mistake because I, re- I realized last year how much I loved it, how much joy it brought me. Um, and I found a genre that I absolutely loved, found books and authors that I absolutely loved and I wouldn't trade that for anything. So because I've become some, such an avid reader again, I decided to double my uh, book count from last year uh, to 200. So I, I set my goal to read 200 books this year and I thought it would be fun to share uh, my reads with you as I go through that so my go-to genres and the books that you're going to be hearing about in these episodes are going to fall into um the self-help uh fiction fantasy and romance categories because those are my favorite genres um i know that sounds kind of like all over the place but i like to read (laughs) self-help books for personal development and i like to read like romance and fantasy books for fun so I'm excited. Um, in January, I read 10 books. So technically, I'm behind schedule. I think the average for reading 200 books a year is like reading 16 books a month. But honestly, I'm not really too concerned about that. Um, the last thing I want to do is have this like reading goal make me uh, turn to reading as a chore. I don't want that to happen. And I know that there's going to be different times in the year where I'll be reading significantly more than others. So I'm not too worried. At the end of the day, it's something that brings me joy and I want it to always bring me joy. So, yeah, I'm not going to rush through it. Um, overall, I am a decently fast reader, which is one of the reasons why I think that I... I can like read 200 books in a year. The other thing is because I read personal development and like fiction romance, I usually am reading two books at a time. I'll usually read personal development in the morning and then I'll read my fiction fantasy romance books either during the day if I have a day off or at night. So it helps me get through books faster. But yeah, I'm also a decently fast reader, like I said, and I don't know it's something that I love doing like I can sit down for a couple hours and just read (laughs) as long as I got everything else done that I needed to do of course but yeah it's just like such a passion of mine so that's why I set that goal and I'm like yeah it's doable it's totally doable so without further ado let's get into the episode I have I read 10 books this uh, month so I'm going to talk about the 10 that I finished and then a special mention of one at the end that I am super super excited to start okay so the first um books that i read for the year i was i read the gold rush ranch series by elsie silver so i love her books and she's a canadian author which makes me like her even more um so there's four books in this series i'll go through each of them but i read her other um, series first actually the chestnut springs one and i absolutely love those books like oh my gosh oh man i talked about those in the previous book episode so you can go check out those out Um, If you want to hear my thoughts on that. But this series actually came first. um, So it was kind of interesting because one of the books actually is about two of the characters that get mentioned in the series that I had read first. So that was interesting. But without further ado, let's get into it. So the first book was called Off to the Races. And it's the first book in that series. I rated this one three stars. Um, It's an enemies to lovers romance. The trope was done pretty well. um, But there was kind of parts of the main female characters. Character that I didn't really like that much. Like, I don't know. And then the more that I read the other books that she was in, I was kind of just like, yeah, you're probably my least favorite in the series. Um, but there was a lot of things that I did like about her, and like I liked her strength and like just kind of like the empowerment that came off of her um working in like a primarily male dominated field. So that was inspiring. The spice and the tension in the book was good. Um, I didn't really even mention the other guy, the guy, cause like he was okay, but again, not my favorite. And even when he was mentioned in the other books, I was just like, eh, okay. But yeah, overall it was a good read, just like not great compared to her other books. Number two was A Photo Finish. This is the second book in the Gold Rush Ranch series. And I also rated this one three stars, um, but for different reasons. I liked this book a little bit more than the first one. Um, when I found out that this was Violet's book, so the main character, female female character, is Violet. She's um, Rhett and Cade's younger sister, who are two of the main characters in the other series. I was super excited to read it because, you know, when, you know when you hear about a character, so then you want to know their story, right? So I loved that. And in that, in the first series I read, they talked about how she was married and like living on the West Coast and all those things. So it was cool to see that. Um, and then the obviously the uh, male character in a photo finish like this book is Cole who's the guy that's also mentioned in the other books so that was cool and it was cool to see how um they like met and their you know story and everything like that but I didn't really like the fact that like they met on a spicy romance site because like honestly like personally that's not something that I want to romanticize so I thought that that was a really a little bit like kind of odd but um I did really like both of the characters, so that made up for it. Um, Cole's energy actually kind of reminded me of Reese Larson from the Twist, from Twisted Games, from the Twisted series, um, who's my favorite guy in that series. And I'm not saying that he's on the same level of him, cause like, obviously nobody's on Reese's level, but like, just the way he worshiped Violet and the way that he loved her kind of reminded me of how Reese felt about Bridget. So that was kind of comforting to read that and i also loved violet's character so much she just seemed so sweet and she seemed like the kind of person that you'd want to have in your friend group so that's why i like this book a little bit more than the first one okay the third book in the series was my favorite that was my first five-star read of the year um it's a fake dating romance and for those of you who have listened to the book review episodes before you already know that the fake dating trope is one of my favorites so i already had a feeling that this was going to be good And that was going to be one of my favorites, but also the two main characters in this book, Stefan, Dalka, and uh, Mira Thorne, when they were mentioned in the other books, I was excited to hear their story. So that already kind of amped me up for this. Again, to compare to the Twisted series, because, like, that's one of my favorite series, and I just kind of noticed some similarities, Stefan Dalka kind of reminded me of Christian Harper. Again, not on the same level as Christian Harper, but, like, there was just, like, something about his vibe just reminded me of him, so it was comforting, and it was also great, because he's my other favorite in that series, so it was perfect, and I was a fan of him from the start, um... One of the reasons i didn't like billy in this book like she so she's the main character from the first book i i dislike her even more in this book because she like stefan was just like really misunderstood which is always like fun reading those characters and she just like didn't give him a chance so i was just kind of annoyed with that but mira did and she was one of the people that did give him a chance and it ended up working out really well also her character and personality was just so admirable like she is such an independent, like strong, sassy woman, and I just like loved a lot of her personality. But also, a lot of the experiences that she talked about were somewhat relatable too. So, as a reader, it makes you really feel like you can connect with the character, and it almost makes like you feel like you are them or like you would want to be them, um, which I love being able to do when I read a book. Plus, this was also a he falls and hard romance which i'm obsessed with because i just like love that kind of energy like when the the guy is all in um and the slow burn made the spice so worth it because it made the spicy scenes that much better so overall this is a five-star book like so good and it was my favorite in the series and then next up, we have the last book in the series, um, A False Start. This one I rated four stars. It was my second favorite in the series. This was a brother's best friend romance. Um, I've only read a couple of those before, so I don't have a lot to compare it to, but this one was done really well. Um, I love both the characters so much. There were so many scenes in this book, too, that you could romanticize. I love seeing their development, like, personally and together. Um, and it was just like, okay, the, the, the part about um, Nadia, like going to school and doing all the things that she wanted to do before she met the guy was so empowering too especially just because i'm at a time in my life where I want to be like so strong as a woman that I don't need a man like it's like you want one but you don't need one and you're totally like you're gonna be fine without one kind of kind of vibe. Um, because I feel like it just made their relationship that much better when they did end up together because she didn't let go of her worth or her values or anything that she wanted to accomplish just for a guy so I love that and um I liked her personality a lot. I will be honest, when I heard about her in the third book, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like her. And then you see her perspective, and it was just amazing. So that was also just a, like, reminder not to judge anybody based on what you see, because you just, like, never really know. I know these people are fictional characters, but still, good lesson to learn. Um, and, yeah, I loved Griffin, and the story was just so powerful, too. And it was one of those stories where love helps them overcome their past. So they they do... Um, kind of overcome their struggles together so I don't know I just thought that was really awesome and powerful. Okay next up we have my first personal development book of the year and that was The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Hoyes. You've heard me talk about this before probably multiple times because this is like one of my all-time favorite personal development books and I think it always will be. Um, I rated this book five stars every time I read it like I pick up something new or it's a good reminder or just is like exactly what I needed to hear at the time Um, something I've noticed as I reread books is sometimes I don't like them as much the second time, but this book is not like that. I don't think it's ever going to be like that because it's almost like, just like my go-to, like my, like, I don't know. It's just like the one that's going to, my book that's going to be like battered and beat up because i read it so many times. Um. If you struggle with letting other people's opinions hold you back, read this book. If you're on a self-discovery journey, read this book. It's such a powerful read, and the concepts are life changing. The next book I read was also by Damagojus. It's The Fifth Agreement. this one I rated four stars. I read this book a couple times too, and I never like it as much as the four agreements. It has the same concepts, but then it also talks about some other things as well and adds a fifth agreement. I don't know, I don't think it's ever gonna be my favorite of his. So it was good, but not great. Cause it's and it's funny that I say that because like again, some of the concepts are the same, but it's just not written the same way. I don't know. Like I was more receptive to the first book, so that's the one I'll always go back to. The next book I read was another personal development one, also by Don mcgraw and it was The Mastery of Love. This one, okay, so I rated this one four stars, and this was really, really eye-opening. And it was also one of those books that I think I read at the perfect time. Um, because one thing that I'm working on right now is being okay with being on my own. Um, and really just, like, trying to reach a deeper level of self-love. And I made a playlist the other day. This is kind of off-topic, but it, it also relates I made a playlist the other day of like empowering songs that make me feel confident and one of the songs i put on there was express yourself by madonna and like i've listened to that so many times in the last couple days because the lyrics are just so profound and one of the ones i love that she says is second best is never enough you'll do much better baby on your own and i just love that because i'm in a place right now where i don't want to settle for anybody like i know that i'm worth so much more and i just can't imagine settling for somebody so being able to read this book um, was really like eye opening because it talks a lot about this and like how to kind of unlock a deeper like sense of self love. Um, I mean, I think you have to be able to do that before you should be in a relationship, anyways, just because. At the end of the day, like, I don't know, this is, this might just be a personal thing, but I don't want to ever be like absolutely dependent on somebody. Like, because if they leave for whatever reason or they're not in my life anymore, I don't want my whole world to crumble. So I'm really just working on building that foundation for myself, finding happiness within myself, um, <clears throat> and, and just, yeah, really getting to that deeper sense of self love. And this book really talks a lot about that. Um, And how, you know, it's it's important to work on yourself, find out what your own needs are before you get into a relationship with someone and have to figure out what their needs are, too. Like, I think you just you need to get to a place where you're good with being yourself and by yourself. And then when you are in a relationship, whatever kind of relationship it is, I just feel like it'll be so much better. Also, when I read this book, I had been listening to um, some podcast episodes that talked about similar concepts too, so it was just really perfect timing. It was a really big help, and it really like just solidified this idea of what it means to actually love. Okay, next book is going to be quick, quick and short. I did not finish this book, and I would just like to say I really, 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 really don't like DNFing books because... I just, I don't know, I just, I, I don't like it. Like, it feels like you didn't accomplish something. However, this book was so bad. Like, I only read 30% of it, and I, I like I said, I DNF DNFing books, but I dislike that first 30% even more. This book was so messed up, and it made me so uncomfortable. It's called Power by Cassandra Robbins. I thought it was going to be good, and I, I, I like within the first couple chapters I was like this is done like I can't and the only reason I kept reading a bit because I was because I don't think I can give a review I don't believe I can give a review on a book if I don't finish it because like that's just not fair like what if it gets better um or what if you miss out like you know what I mean like I just don't feel like that's fair but I read um some goodreads reviews and There was other people that were like agreeing with me on how bad it was and everything and i was like yeah you know what i'm not going to waste my breath because i don't even want to like know what's happening next it just it was so messed up and it made me so uncomfortable so that was a no from me okay now let's move on to the last uh personal development book that i read this month and that was the power of one more by ed milette this book i rated three stars it was one of those books that was good you know i love personal development books but sometimes they do get really repetitive sometimes. Like I feel like it's just kind of like the same concepts over and over again. And, and if it's not even delivered properly, then it's, it doesn't really resonate with me. Um, this book was good, like it had good principles, but I personally wouldn't describe it as the ultimate guide to happiness and success, which is in the title. Um, and I was reading reviews about this after I finished reading it, too. And somebody said that it would make for a really good blog post. But <clears throat> as a book, it was too stretched. And that's exactly how I saw it, too. So, yeah. It was all right okay now let's just talk about this last series that i read because this 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 series is the best okay i this is a reread and i liked it even more the second time i read it than the first time i loved it the first time but like i absolutely adored it the second time and that's the dreamland billionaire series by lauren asher so in preparation for the third and final book in the series that comes out today, like as I'm recording this today, I'm literally like I keep checking like outside and I keep checking my tracking number to see when my copy's coming because I've been waiting for this. Like I've been anticipating this book launch since I finished reading um, the other two like last summer. And so yeah, I re- I reread the series in preparation for the third book coming out just so I could like remember what was happening and like what was going on and. I forgot how just how good it was like and there's something so comforting about rereading one of your favorite book series too so it was just like all around a great experience and I'm so happy I did that so let's just talk about them again I did talk about these back in um the summer but you know let's talk about them again we'll see how my thoughts change um so the first book is called the fine print um and I read them in five stars obviously it was actually four stars when I read it the first time and then I read it again and I was like, nah, this deserves five and get this, Kay, I literally made a TikTok about this. And I said like how much I loved it. I said, you know, I forgot how good it was. And that the first time I read it, I rated it four stars. Then I rated it five stars. And I tagged Lauren Asher, like not really thinking anything of it. And she commented being like, and I quote, oh, and then three faces with the heart emojis gave me the biggest smile. And I was like, this comment gave me the biggest smile oh my gosh like literally fangirling over here but yeah this this book is so good it's a grumpy time sunshine um romance which if you know if you don't know this is um the other trope that i go absolutely crazy for and it was done so well i absolutely love zara and her positive optimistic attitude i love rowan too his broody, quiet self is just Um, plus the fact that I get major Disney vibes whenever I read this, cause like every time she's talking about Dreamland, I'm like, I wonder if this is based off of Disney World cause it just like sounds similar. So it just makes it that much better. Um, and it's one of those books that you get so immersed in it that you actually feel like you're part of it. And that to me is just magical when it comes to reading. Um, just be feeling like you're part of the book. I get that feeling. Um, when I read when I read the second book too, terms and conditions. This one was also five stars. Um, It was a marriage of convenience trope. And typically, like the marriage ones and the pregnancy tropes, I'm like, I don't really know how I feel about this. Because like, right now, I'm not romanticizing getting pregnant, or getting married for that matter. Um, But I mean, there's both things I want to do in the future. But usually it's like, an accidental pregnancy or like a marriage of convenience which means they didn't actually love each other you know what I mean like I am like overall like I don't want to be in a marriage of convenience because I feel like that's not gonna last but in books and in this book specifically it worked it worked so well um, I had to literally the biggest smile on my face rereading this book like the whole time like I probably look like a goof just sitting down in my bed reading this book but I don't even care because I love it so much I absolutely love iris like she is such a powerful female character also she's black and i love that too because it's nice to read like um books with like representation declan is a whole meal like omg oh my gosh like during the whole book um the tension and the flirting and bantering that happens before any actual spicy scenes come up is immaculate and i ate it up every time like sometimes i feel like that stuff's actually better cuz it's just like there's just a certain energy around it that i'm like Oh, you just can't get that anywhere else. And that has to be done well, too. Like, that tension and, like, the things that they're saying. Like, that's got to do- be done well. And it was done well in this book. There's just so many cute moments in this book that shows how well they know each other, too. And I hope that I have that one day. And then the last thing I'll say about this book is, like, this is just, a, like, um, like, a shout-out to Lauren Asher for her literary genius. Between Iris having dyslexia and having a hard time reading words and then Declan having, like, had a secret language with his mom because he has a hard time expressing words. It's just chef's kiss. Like that was just so poetic and beautiful. I love it. Um, and it, oh, it was just, it was just, it just made the book that much better. Like, you know, you connect to the characters. It's got good spice, but it's got a good plot too. And it's got like feeling and emotion and meaning to it. And I just thought that was really powerful. So, um, I wanted to do a special mention for final offer because even though I won't probably finish it today, i'm probably gonna start it as soon as it comes so it's not actually technically counted in this reading list it'll be in next month and i'll talk about it in next month but i just had to i just had to put a little little preview in there because i'm so excited like i'm so ready to read that book you have no idea you have no idea i'm literally grinning like an idiot right now <laughs> i can't wait i've been waiting oh my gosh i'm so excited brby check the tracking number just kidding just kidding i'll i'll, I'll be patient i'll be patient Anyways, that's it for this month's uh, reading list wrap-up. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got some good book recommendations. If you've read any of these or you want to read any of these or want to talk about them, feel free to send me a DM. I'm literally obsessed with talking about books and how we we thought of them and uh, everything like that. So feel free to send me a DM and we can totally chat books. I absolutely love it. Um, But yeah, that's it for this episode and I'll chat with you the next one. Chat soon. Bye! Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Confidence Club podcast and I hope you're feeling inspired to take action towards your dreams. I would love to hear from you so make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode and leave a rate and review so I can continue to bring you content that serves you. If you got value from this episode, share it on your socials and with your friends by tagging at the Confidence Club underscore. If you enjoy these episodes, make sure to go follow the Confidence Club on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for daily inspiration and more content. Chat with you soon. Bye!